and welcome to the Big Blue Brothers podcast. Just a couple of brothers talking about the Big Blue. I'm Andrew here in snowy Salt Lake City, Utah on Thanksgiving Day. David joins me in Missouri, Stevens in Kentucky. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good, Great. Andrew. That's good. You guys ready for Thanksgiving? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad that you're ready. I guess maybe your wives have more of the, the, the cooking if you want a, a good Thanksgiving meal um, for y'all. Um, Black Friday, though, is tomorrow. Have you guys ever done anything with Black Friday? I've never gone out shopping. Either of you? Not a chance in the world. David? Nope. No. I had to work, not Black Friday, but Thanksgiving before, and that was awful. I worked at Kohl's, and it was so busy that they had two people that their entire job, the whole time they were there, was to hold a sign that says "line starts here," so that people wouldn't cut the line, and and that that's my only experience with Black Friday, and it was awful, and I never want to do that again. So it's no, I don't do anything with Black Friday. <laughs> but we'll go ahead and get into it. We're busy on this Thanksgiving day, so this episode might be a little bit shorter. But uh, David, Stephen, let's go ahead and just start out. It's been a couple of days since we've done the last one, uh, so we've had a basketball game with Lamar. Let's go ahead and just start out with best thing, worst thing you saw um, in uh, that game. Steven, we can start with you. Uh, I guess best thing for me was the shooting finally decided to show up, come back around. Um, Maxie kind of got it going there for a little bit. Um, worst thing, I'm not sure really. I mean, it was kind of just – to me, that was probably one of their – outside the Michigan State game, it was one of their better games. So, it's nice to see him kind of get going and get back in the rhythm. David? Uh, I'd say our best thing was probably our three-point, but probably also uh, our free throws. They they did go down this game from the last few games, but still pretty great. Uh, I think free throws is what's going to save us later on in the year, and it's always great to have those extra points. Yeah, I love seeing the, the shots finally fall. So, um, we were 10 for 22 from uh, behind the arc, so that's a big improvement from what we had had. Uh, previously, it was nice to see Maxi have a big game, scoring as well. He uh, led us, led all scorers with 21 points, so um, that was a, a pretty big deal. He'd had that first big game and then kind of petered off since then. Um, but we we finally we've put together a few, you know, good halves in a row. I think the the second half um, versus what Mountain St. Mary's uh, after, before we played Lamar, we we played pretty well. Um, and then it seemed like this whole game, that's got to be encouraging, Stephen. Do you think we've made it over the, the, the hump of kind of the, the slump we were having between uh, the Eastern Kentucky game and um, I guess the second half of Mount St. Mary's? No, nah, I mean, they're still, they're still freshmen, young guys. They're still going to have those games. But I think they're getting, they're getting to where it's going to be fewer and fewer times at least. That'll help. Yeah. David, do you what? What do you think's been the biggest improvement? Um, just in because those games obviously went better, Lamar, than the second half of Mount St. Mary's. What do you think's been the the difference in why we've played better in those games than some of the ones in the uh, in the meantime? Uh, it's probably defense. Uh, our defense still isn't the best, uh, but throughout those two games, our defense was terrible and we couldn't hit anything. Um, but we we I mean we obviously can shoot threes and our defense is okay. So with the combination of the two getting better, uh, I think that we're looking good going into the next few games. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of the next few games, we've got more of a break. This BBN showcase is, is not as close together anymore. Also, I think we should rename it. It should be the Big Blue Brothers Showcase. I think we'd be down for that. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> well, me and David got to vote for it. I think that, that counts there. Um, do you think there's a trophy for this BBN showcase? Because if not, we could we could supply no. one. I'll 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 bring up one and distribute it, and it'll be okay. I, David, I think that's our road into this. Is if we give them a trophy, if they rename it, I, I think that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Solid gold has to be solid gold. Well, the the last game of Steven's favorite tournament, the the BBN showcase, is this Friday. Uh, Kentucky is going to take on uh, UAB um, Friday, November 29th at 7 p.m. Um, really the big thing coming in with this game, Stephen, is the news that broke, I think yesterday that Nate Sistina, I believe it's a fracture in his wrist is going to be out for four weeks, three to four weeks. That's going to be a pretty big, uh, impact on this team. Yeah. I mean, that definitely means that, uh, Nick Richards, EJ Montgomery and, uh, Keon Brooks, it's all on them to play the four and the five position. So it's, it's a three-man slot now for two guys for two spots, so we'll see what they can do. EJ's going to have to step up, and maybe it'll be good for them. Now they have to rely on; they've got to play him minutes. He's got to he's got to get some time on the floor. So hopefully, he can step up and make us not miss Sistina so bad because he was not he was not a star, but he's a solid player for you. So. Yeah. Now, David Stephen gave us kind of the the pros and the cons of it. I guess the pros is these other guys are going to get some uh, playing time that they might have might not have had otherwise. The cons would be if, if they, they don't play well. Yes, they have to get blamed <laughs> on. Do you think do you think this is gonna end up uh being a good thing or end up being a net good thing, a net bad thing, or it's not really gonna matter in these next this next month or so? Um slightly net bad thing. Uh I think that Richards is apparently rising to the challenge already. He's he seems to be doing a lot better in the previous games. Um EJ, I think he'll start doing better. I don't think he'll he'll be totally up for the challenge. So I mean, with Sestina, we'd be doing better. Without Sestina, we're doing worse. And then EJ might play a little bit better down the road because of it, but I still think that we're better off having Sestina with us all the way. Steven, is it just that steadiness? I, I know Sestina has showed that he's got some weaknesses on defense. He's just not quick enough to keep up with some of these guys. But is it just that steadiness that we'll miss the next month? What's what's kind of the thing that he brings to the table that is is going to be a hole in our, our team over the next month or so? Yeah, I mean, I think early in the year, it's always the veterans and the veteran teams always have the upper hand early in the year. So him going to fit your guys been through the the room before he kind of knows what to expect, even on a smaller level. I think he's he just kind of can be very vocal, which he seems to be on the court, um, kind of directing things where it goes. So now it's up to somebody else to step up and be that guy. Um, and I mean, he does give you a good solid amount of you know seven, eight points a game and five, six boards a game. So it's going to be that. But I think freshman. I mean, even though EJ is a sophomore, he didn't get a lot of time as a freshman because he was sat behind PJ and. Reed and even Nick so he didn't get a whole lot of time last year so it may be good for him to get just a, a lion's share of the minutes coming up yeah he might struggle at the beginning but I mean it's going to be a make or break thing for him so I mean he was projected to be a first round pick after the season last year so the talent's got to be in there somewhere it's just about trying to get it out of him and give him a play and if he can then this team gets really dangerous 
Yeah, if, if we come back from this injury with EJ having gained confidence, because I really think David's right that Nick, I mean, he's, we've been playing lower competition. But if, if it's a confidence thing, they can at least have that back now with, um, uh, with Nick, with the good games that he's had recently. Um, but so if, if that can happen, I think it'll be a net uh, positive for um, what's going on here. Um, so to clarify, mm -hmm. Sestina has a wrist injury because I don't. I think we just glossed over it. Never actually yes. said what was wrong with them. Has a wrist injury. Uh, Coach Cal said probably out three to four weeks. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he comes back um, in three weeks rather than the four. When's the the Louisville game? Is it at the end of December? Yes. Yeah. So theoretically, it puts him back in that time frame where he can come back and play because. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be right. Okay, gotcha. Um, so we'll get, we've got something to talk about Louisville here in just a second as it is Louisville hate week. Uh, but first, let's hit just a couple of uh, key guys to look at for um, this coming up game with UAB. Um, much like Lamar, I believe this team's got uh, three guys that score in double figures, so pretty balanced scoring attack. Um, Taven Loven, as I'll pronounce his name, averages 13 points a game. Um, Jalen Benjamin, 12 points a game. Zach Bryant, 11 points a game. Um, so pretty balanced scoring for the Blazers there. We, we should be able to handle this team. They beat Lamar. Um, you know, I know that's a big deal. Not really. Um, but by like nine points in the last game they had in the, the Big Blue Showcase. So as long as we don't pull another Evansville, um, I think we'll be fine with this one. Speaking of pulling another Evansville, though, Stephen, it had to have been such a great Loved it. To watch Duke go down. Who was Stephen F. Austin? That's who they got beat by. Yeah, I'm sitting at home and pull out Twitter and get a notification that Duke loses, and I quickly flip on the TV and get to watch the reaction. I'm being in the Sports Center of Duke going down to Stephen F. Austin, the 28 point uh, favorite, and uh, it was it was awesome. Loved to see it. So I loved it. Now, as, as one person uh, pointed out, I forget who it was on, on Twitter, one of those, um, like, KSR uh, fake account things. But they pointed out that a couple of years ago, there was also a 20-point uh, underdog, 28-point underdog that ended up winning in the week of Thanksgiving, which would have been in Kentucky against Louisville. So maybe that bodes well for us this time around, although we should be the favorite. Uh, David, did you get to see the, the end of the game, that last play? Of the Duke no, game? I didn't get to see any of it. I didn't hear about it until you guys texted me and said they lost. And then I was very happy for all day yesterday. It was great. Uh, but, no, I didn't get to see any of it. Now, Stephen, to be honest, that Stephen F. Austin guy, he definitely double dribbled. As he was well, there was a lot of wrong things with that player. I think there was a <laughs> kickball, a travel, three or four finals, a double dribble. And, yeah, it, it, but I don't care. Duke gets every call to go there win every freaking game. So, I'm glad they didn't get a call and they lost. I talked about. What does that say? <laughs> what What does that say about college basketball? That I mean, I guess it wasn't a huge surprise that Michigan State got beat by us. It was one versus two, but then in just a couple of weeks, uh, number one Kentucky gets beat by no name Evansville, and then number one Duke gets beat by um, even more no name Stephen F. Austin. What 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 do you think that says? Does it say anything? Does it just bad games, or does it say something about? college basketball this year no i think it just i mean i think the more the longer you have one and done the more you're going to have this just because they are younger kids they don't really get it all the time and the talent gap does shrink a little bit i guess sometimes but it's 
just kind of a freak thing. I mean, it's going to be one of those years. It's going to be fun to see. I'm excited for it. And now the Dirty Birds are going to be number one. And I always want them to lose. But now I hope they keep that number one rank all the way till they come to Rub Arena so we can smack them around and beat two number one teams yeah. for the first time ever, I think, in their school history that would be in the crazy. same season. So. <laughs> That'd be pretty nuts. David, that is kind of the, the, the downside of this. I guess if we get to play them and beat them as the number one, that'd be cool. But Louisville now will be number one. We just need a Ryan Lemon on their sports radio uh, saying that they're not going to lose till February, uh, and then they'll lose yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't live by any Louisville fans. Uh, it's it's. I think there's one Kentucky fan that I've just seen their car drive by in the whole three town radius around me. So no Louisville fans, no Duke fans though. So I can't make fun of them. And after the Saturday, there's no Louisville fans to, to torment about beating them. Mm-hmm. So see, but it, it does make it easier whenever Louisville does well, or if they happen to beat us every once in a blue moon, if you're not around Louisville fans, but I miss being around fans like that because when Kentucky does great, I go and tell people like around here, but they're like, what are you talking to me about? I don't care. That's basketball and it's not the Utes. So who cares? I'm like, you know what? Kentucky. Yeah, like when they need to understand. <laughs> when we beat Florida last year in football, I was so hyped. I ran out and I was in Florida, started like talking trash to some Florida fans I know are Florida fans. And they're like, what game are you talking about? I don't know. Which, and I was, I was so upset because no yeah. one, no one cared. It's 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 definitely a different thing, but it's why Steven Steven's in the best spot being back in Kentucky. Um, let's hit a couple more things before we're done. So we've got two games coming up. We haven't done a lot of uh, football coverage and things like that with this podcast, but I do want to get to the Kentucky Louisville game since it is wrapping up the season and it's a pretty big game. Um, Steven, are you worried about this uh, game with, with Louisville, the football game that's coming up at the beginning of the year? We had thought it was going to be, you know, one of the cupcake games because Louisville looked so bad last year. But uh, Scott Satterfield has really helped his team improve a heck of a lot. Maybe just shows how bad of a coach Bobby Petrino was. Um, but are you worried about this game on Saturday? I mean, it's always a worry because I never want to lose a rival school. But I do think that the talent – gap is a lot bigger than it looks like um yes this is a different coach team than last year but it's a lot of the same players from last year uh yeah we don't have our big stars but i think our defense is solid um it's supposed to be a monsoon here again raining so they're not you know throwing the ball as every time we rain we i think it'll just be um you know it's, it's good for the running game and not the passing game so that'll help us out but uh, I, I think the talent gap's huge, and I think we can still still be little brothers. They're always going to be little brothers. So it'd be nice to beat them two years in a row and, and go get them for basketball. Now, David, that makes me feel a lot better with the fact that it's going to be a monsoon because that, that's the part I was worried about was that we, we're, we're not throwing the ball at all. Um, but that, that's got to make you feel better. We'll, we'll throw it four, 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 five times maybe. I mean – we might get one pass completion, but we'll throw it five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I definitely feel better uh, knowing that the ball is not going to be flying through the air uh, as much as possible because just the way Stoops likes to play and it'd be raining and we have Lynn and Lynn's been been crushing it. So I'm excited to see uh, him and the running back just run all over and just 
pretty much dominate the whole the whole game. Yeah, there was a there was a poll the other day on Twitter um, put out by one of the KSR guys, but they were they were saying that um, which would you prefer? Would you prefer if you could only have one a win against Louisville in football or a win against Louisville in basketball? Stephen, what do you think on that one? You know, I, I'm with Drew. I can't pick one. Um, I, if you ask me what's better for the program, the program would be better to get Louisville just because, you know, you'd get the seventh regular season win with In football. all the injuries we've had. Yeah. Um, basketball, there is a lot of games, and you can lose with Louisville and win a title. And, you know, if you're telling me would you rather beat Louisville and win a national title as much as I hate Louisville, I'll take a national title every year and lose to Louisville. So, um, it sucks, but I think for the program it's better football, but I can't pick one. So, David? I feel like the way it's set up, we're supposed to say football because it's the last game of the season and it kind of kind of tells you what kind of note you're going out on. But then you have the bowl game, so it's all okay. So I'm just going to say this week the football game is more important. In December, the basketball game is going to be more important. So – what a bunch of cop-outs. I'm going to say just equivocally or unequivocally that I think the football is more important because we have lost to Louisville in basketball before, and it doesn't, like, screw up your season. I know we've only got the one game left, but I think it'll help us to bring momentum. And we don't really recruit against Louisville very much in basketball, but we're starting to do it a lot more in, in football, and they've been starting to steal some guys uh, away from us. So I think just kind of reasserting the fact that, yes, we can limp into the end of the season without a quarterback, but we're still going to beat you because we're better than you, and that's why kids should come here instead of Louisville. I think that's the message we need to send. I think it's a good one. So with all that in mind, do we win this game on Saturday, the football game against Louisville? David? Yes. yes. Okay. 31-24. <laughs> okay. Steven, you got a score to give us or just we're going to win? Cats by 90. Uh, I'd say it's, I don't know if they'll be able to stop as much. So I'd probably say 42, 21. I think we win comfortably. Yeah, I think like uh, probably 35, 24, something like that. I just, they, they, they score pretty well from what I've seen um, that the Louisville does. So we'll see. Uh, but our defenses look well. This looked good this year as well. All right, last thing before we go, we do need to score for the uh, UAB game coming up on Friday uh, tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, but Stephen, I'll start with you. Give me your score and then who you're looking for uh, to be the player of the game this time. Score. I'm gonna say they break out again. Have another good one, 90 to 65. And I'm looking for quickly to kind of get going and have a big game. David. Uh, eighty-five, sixty-two. Uh, I say Higgins is gonna have a good game and going to keep his like I don't know three-game record of shooting perfect free throws because he's the man. Nice. I'm going eighty-six, fifty-eight. Cats. Um, this is more of a hopeful pick than anything else. But let's hope that EJ shows us something this game. Now that he's gonna have a lot more playing time, uh, and just no injuries would be good. Uh, we don't need any more besides Sistina there. Um, but I think that's all the time we got uh, for this episode. Uh, it's been a blast, guys. We'll have to do it again next week. Cheer, boy. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. All right. See you all next time.